Hello and welcome to Connecting You to You Radio, where we tune in to receive the messages of health and well-being that are being broadcast from the soul. I'm your host, Lisa Warner, author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing. I show you how to heal your body naturally by combining your body's innate intelligence with the wisdom of your own soul so that you can break through the mental programming of limiting beliefs that cause disease and make healing your body and changing your life simple. Welcome. Happy New Year, everyone. Here we are, 2023. Today we are here at Solution Sunday, kicking off the new year with my good friend, Dr. Karen Can. Karen is a doctor of light medicine, and she is the number one international best-selling author, visionary, pioneer in healing consciousness and spirituality. And she is here with some real goodies for us today. Karen, welcome. Thank you, Lisa. Glad to be here on Solution Sunday and love the work that you're doing with everyone. So it's a pleasure and an honor. Yay. Well, we're really happy to have you here. You know, we, you and I talk a lot about creating heaven on earth and creating our best lives and living in our best bodies and, you know, doing the things that we came here to do on this planet. So um, this, you know, New Year's is kind of traditionally the time where people make their New Year's resolutions. And, you know, it's not really a thing that I'm really huge on that whole resolution thing. But talking about creating now, now that's my jam. (laughs) Like, you know, what are we going to create for this new year? So I thought we could talk about that and what's actually possible for us to create. Yeah, that's great. I I love that perspective as well. And I used to feel bad about myself for not meeting my New Year's resolutions. Um, I still do them, but uh, I know they're traditionally called resolutions, but it's more like um, what I call the vision and what, you know, you're talking about, you know, creation. What do we want to create? So um, I know in the business world, they would call them goals. Uh, but the whole point is not to make ourselves so bad we don't reach our goals. It's more like that saying, it's like if you go for the star, you know, shoot for the moon um, and you don't make it, you'll land among the stars, something like that. <laughs> Whatever yeah, that yeah. saying is, I have totally messed that up. But, but <laughs> the idea is like to imagine, I think as humans, one of the greatest gifts that we have, and we all have it, is imagination. Yeah, our ability to imagine and therefore create and even, you know, some of our off world friends that may be highly technologically advanced um, are still in awe of humans, given our primitiveness in some ways that we have that amazing ability to create and to think of things and to imagine things into being. And then I guess the uh, the skill is getting it from the ethers of what it is we say we want into a grounded 3D uh, reality because we have human bodies (laughs) in this timeline. So in this timeline, that is, I think, like you said, is creating heaven on earth. And that's actually kind of part of, you know, I love that part of uh, saying that as part of my mission is creating heaven on earth. So yeah, one of my favorite uh, taglines. Yeah, exactly. You know, we create all day, every day, whether we're aware of it or not. And most of us have never been aware that we are creating our reality. We have been really taught that there's a pre-existing reality, that these are the rules, this is how it is, this is what you have to work with. And then we just assume that, hey, you know, all these people, the adults, the teachers, you know, they've been around here longer, they know what's what. And so we just go, okay, well, here are the rules, this is what we have to do. So then we just create inside this box. And the box is really limiting. And the box is really very uncomfortable. But we don't realize that there's a hole outside the box. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. The box is unlimited. (laughs) It is amazing. And um, I know as a a young child, uh, very different from your experience, 
uh, I pretty much was very comfy in the box. <laughs> not, not jack in the box, comfy in the box. Right. Um, yeah, I, you know, I was a very good girl, very obedient, got my straight A's, um, pretty much did whatever the family said, you know, to, to make them happy um, and all those things. And for the most part, because I was the, um, what do they call that? The, um, what's the opposite of black sheep? <laughs> White oh, stallion or whatever the opposite is. Anyway, so I was that uh, for, for much of my you know, growing up years, doing everything that I was supposed to do, getting good grades. And I, the thing is, is that in my personality, I really liked that, right? Anyway, so it kind of worked out, uh, um, it, 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 you know, because I liked uh, my one of my core values is mastery. So it kind of tapped into what I was already like. So, it, you know, the whole system, the matrix system, it kind of worked for me <laughs> because I wasn't the rebel. I was the one that was obedient and, uh no, I mean, there were times where uh, the earth angel angelic part of me was very disturbed by the bigger world stage and what was going on and the, the wars and the strife. And, and all I really wanted was harmony, not just harmony with my family, but harmony in the world. So that part I really did struggle with and w which made me try even more to be good. <laughs> to like you know to, to help the world so I think many of us uh in this space are are you know on some level have felt that uh, I want to help the world I want to save the world and and all that kind of stuff so this is this is great that we can chat about these things exactly yeah I had I had a real I had a similar experience in that you know I just I did what I was told I didn't want to rock the boat because when I rocked the boat it was really uncomfortable I got in you know right. massive scolding or you know and um, but my experience was that you know when I was really little I would just be part of the unified field this field of light and unconditional love and it was clear to me that that's the ever-present, everlasting reality. That's what is. And it always has been, always will be. And that everything on earth is just a temporary experience. And I realized that every if everybody on earth realized the space of what is, that we wouldn't be having these wars. We wouldn't be having all this strife. But it was really clear to me that humans had amnesia. They had forgotten that space. So... It was really, really uncomfortable for me, you know, knowing that there's a completely different way of being. Oh, absolutely. But then not able to be that and just figuring, well, I better fit myself into this. Right, box. right. I think I think in some ways, I mean, you had it a lot rougher than I did. Because <laughs> yeah. I was more than happy to comply. <laughs> Get my good grades, what I was told, you know, whatever. And, and for you, just having been, uh, you know, awake, uh, in your small, you know, body, uh, I can imagine that can be, you know, quite, quite the struggle and, and, uh, you know, not the most common, you know, when people get born and, and we do have a form of amnesia. And I think that is on purpose. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's a, you know, uh, a negative thing or some, um, you know, conspiracy or whatever. I, I think that part of it is part for evolution to remember, you know, to, to remember who we really are. And in that, process of doing it in whatever life circumstances we have we actually evolve and we grow so at the end of the day you know that saying it's all good <laughs> yeah it's all good exactly. even even the wars even the things that we see that we do not prefer it's you know uh, in some way shape or form it does evolve us or we can choose to to you know to to feel that it evolves us um yeah and that's actually you know get, getting into some of my um um, my unlock your manifesting superpowers kind of infinite possibilities version um, of those nine steps to manifesting and I'd love to share that with your audience today and Great. kind of jumped to one of them already the release but we'll, we'll back up a little bit and get to, <laughs> to, to, to those steps and uh, let me know when when you think we're ready and yeah so if we're looking at starting the new year and and kind of the new year's resolution thing it's like what do we really want to create for the new year? You know, I think there are two parts to the question. You know, there's part of like, 
what do we think is possible? You know, it's like, well, I got all this stuff going on in my life. I got to deal with this stuff. I got to work through this stuff. So, you know, maybe I can just make the stuff a little bit better by the end of the year. And then there's also like, we are creators, we can create anything. So it's like, I think, for me, the first step is like, what do we actually want? And how do we know that what we want is actually possible? Yeah, I think the possible part, that's where people like myself and you come in, right? <laughs> to really help and encourage and support and inspire people, not just with our words, but and not just with our actions, uh, but with our lives. With our lives, who we are, how, how we're resonating. And uh, oftentimes people are like, wow, that's miraculous. How did that happen? You know, and the thing is, the how is part of the universe. Our job is really just, to, you know, us to have that endpoint, And that gets to actually the first step. You know, what, what you're talking about, it gets to the first step of, you know, the seven uh, or the seven R's, if you will, to masterful manifesting. The first R is revision. So we have this vision of our lives of what we think is possible based on our conditioning. However, however, we are encouraging people. Well, what if you had a magic wand and you could wave it? What would your future reality look like? And in fact, one of the things that I'm currently working on is using the word desire or prefer instead of the word want because wanting is like without so it's one of those things i'm training myself and i may say want multiple times okay today guys <laughs> i'm working on that <laughs> so in the revision process it's really about um making a choice now i'm a big picture person so the whole new year's resolution in some ways is kind of like hmm, small versus big so you know big uh, let's go to small first. So small would be like, I'll say the ones for business, for example. So in the business, and of course, the business coach will say, what are your goals? Where would you like to go? So I think as an exercise, not to make myself guilty, feel bad or anything, if I don't reach those goals, as an exercise, it's good to feel into, well, what would it be or what could it be if I did have a monetary goal, if I did have an impact goal? So an impact goal would be how many people... Um, are, I don't know, on my email list who are learning from me, for example, or how many students do I have? So, and mine might say something like, um, I have 100 new Topican healing uh, method students in 2023. For example, I haven't figured that out yet, but that, <laughs> you know, I actually, I sort of did, but it's on another page. Anyway, so that might be one of the goals, smaller goals, and the other smaller goal might be, um, you know, um, I hit 500, uh, you know, K in my business net profit. Now, again, to me, it's not about, oh, yeah, I'm so great. I have half a million. It's more like, well, what's possible? What stretches me and how, what makes me slightly nervous <laughs> to even put it out there? And that's a little tip, guys. Uh, that may be helpful. So that's small. It may be like, hey, I pass, uh, uh four more ice dance you know, uh, exams or whatever, and become the next level in ice dance, or I land my, you know, uh, axle jump or whatever it is. So, so that's small. Now in the revision process, we're actually asking you for the big. So if people are wanting to do this, oh, there I said wanting. Um, <laughs> if people would love to experience this today, I'd, I'd encourage you to grab a pen and paper and um, you can do it without it, but it's really helpful if it's your first time to actually create a vision of the what it looks like in your ideal future reality. And one of the tips, if you will, is pick one scene, because you can pick different scenes, <laughs> but pick one scene. And um, what we would ask you is like, where are you? You know, what are you doing in that scene? Maybe you've always wanted to go to the Maldives. That just popped into my head for some reason. And, you know, I mean, you've probably been there, Lisa, but I haven't. Anyway, so so maybe you're on a beach, you know, maybe you're sipping champagne. I don't drink, but whatever it is, is your <laughs> desire. Um, and uh, or maybe uh, swimming with the dolphins. That's a good one. That's that's a lot of people's bucket list. Right. So you're creating a scene. And so the idea is to include as much detail as you can, as if you're already there. So where are you? Who are you with? What's the temperature? Uh, what's it feel like on your skin? Uh, are you on the sand? Is there a breeze? Is there not a breeze? What do you hear? Are there birds? Uh, you know, or is it just, you know, um, people laughing, children laughing? So, so with every single 
sense, we're going to amp it up to um, as if you're really there. And that can include taste and smell, you know, because some people have that gift of clairgustance and clairessence, so they can easily imagine those things. So in the revision, it's really about writing down what it is your future reality looks like as if you're experiencing it now. So instead of writing down, <clears throat> I want to experience this, 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 right? Or I'm going to have this, 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 or by the end of this year, da, 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 right? It's more like I am. So I'm enjoying a beautiful day at the beach with my beloved, our two healthy, vibrant, funny children are building a sandcastle. I feel the, the wind in my hair and the, the warm sand between my toes. And we are just so relaxed. You know, we're making money as we are on the beach. Isn't that awesome? And we're impacting so many lives. People are really being helped by our programs and our uh, coaching. And it just feels amazing to be here. And oh, Wow, I smell a little bit of barbecue in the background. Oh, lunch, it's almost lunchtime, and I've got my little virgin, you know, mojito here because I don't drink virgin mojito, right? So it's like really making it colorful. And that's how many Olympians, as, as you know, Lisa, um, that's how they, they win, right? They have a vision and they already skate their program perfectly in their minds in the rink that they're going to compete in, even though they haven't yet. And they see the crowd, they see the energy, they already experience it. In fact, when I did this for the first time I won adult nationals, uh, I was driving up a road, military, old military road, and I was seeing it in my mind with my music was playing, my skating music was playing, and I was so emotional with just the crowd, the energy, this perfect skate that I did, just did in the car <laughs> with the music, right, that I was tearing up. I was crying in the car. Now, part of me was like, you are so weird. You know, <laughs> the ego part was like, okay, you're really weird, girl. But the other part was just like, wow, like I just felt it. And at that moment, I felt like, I don't need to skate it. I already did. <laughs> and I was like, wait, 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 wait a second. Okay, Adult Nationals is next week. So I, I guess I do need to skate it. <laughs> but the neat thing is I captured that blueprint. So that's exactly what happened once I got on the ice. I mean, everyone's a little nervous. It's a good thing because it keeps you alert and awake. And the crowd was exactly, you know, what I preferred it to be and the, the energy and the movement. And I was in the moment every single because I already skated it clean. And when I finished it, it was just like the same dream just over again. Uh, and that was my first uh, gold medal at national. So Olympians know how to, well, most of them know how to do this, right? Um, and uh, so uh, if, Everyone, if you want to do a mini scene, I'm going to actually walk you through a little meditation. So step one is revision, construct your ideal future reality so that the universe can then conspire to help you. Another way of doing this, even though some people are like, oh, I did my vision board already, it didn't really work, right? Just hear us out. <laughs> if you get into a car and you uh, turn on your GPS and you just start driving, is it going to tell you where to go? to get to your goal? Well, not really because you didn't put in your destination. <laughs> so this is all about the creation, right? Is what's your destination? And maybe you don't reach it exactly the way you want. Oftentimes it's better than what you said you desired. So we need to set our GPS, you know, our GPS. So the universe goes, oh, that's what it is you desire. Okay, I was really confused because one day you're thinking this and I'm going, oh, you want more wanting? Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> oh, one day you're really, you know, uh, upset that your school tax is doubled and you have no idea why and you're stressed out. Okay, we'll have more of that for you. So it's always like responding to our energy, our dominant energies of the day. So this way, set your GPS, get that scene. And you can do multiple scenes if you want every day. That's super fun. <laughs> but set one scene. And uh, the next step, uh, step two of uh, that nine steps of masterful manifesting is resonating. This may be, well, aside from step one, maybe the most important step next to step one is that you are embodying the actual reality. So we're actually going to do this today. So excited. So, <laughs> so this is, oh, by the way, this is, um, hang on. This is, uh, uh, where is it? Oh, here we go. Okay. So uh, this is a step-by-step -step outlined uh, in a couple of chapters in my book, 
So um, stillness through observing internal movement, we're going to go to the zero point today where we can seed our creation. So that's chapter four. And then chapter 12 is stoem. Same thing, stillness through observing internal movement for masterful manifesting. So we're going to walk you guys through that today. But if you want the details, it's in those chapters. Awesome. Yes. Okay. So to get to the still point of the zero point field that we can then um, seed our future ideal reality. Hopefully you guys have an idea of what it is you want, but I'll walk you through it. Um, I like to get into the body. I'm one of these people that's very much in my head in the past. And for me to get in the body, I realize, oh, that's how I manifest. I need to be here. <laughs> Not thinking about something else five years down the line. You know, so being here in the body. So one of the things we do is um, we increase the energy flow in the body and you can like shake your hands or rub your hands or stamp your feet or do something. So we can't see you guys. So go ahead and do whatever you want. You can do a little dance, do the hula, whatever it is. <laughs> and most of the time we just do this and just to get really a lot of friction and heat together in the hands. And then I'll have you close your eyes if it's safe for you to do so. And you can stop rubbing or moving and focus on the inside of your body. Go ahead and feel the energy or movement in the body and follow the flow. So focus, feel, and follow the flow. Maybe you notice it pulses because you notice your heart rate. Maybe you just feel it in your hands and that's okay. Maybe, or perhaps you feel movement in all parts of your body. And maybe you notice more on one side than the other. It doesn't really matter. And maybe there's an area of your body where you don't feel any energy and that's completely fine. You can even just take a peek over there and go, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> just make a mental note. Don't need to change it. You can just observe it and then just go to different parts of your body. So we're just entering zero point now. Okay, and see if we're gonna have you keep your eyes closed for now. Okay, so as you just feel the energy in the body, I'm just gonna do a little measurement using divine muscle testing. Okay, so uh, okay, so what percentage of people who will ever watch this were connected to the zero point field 10 minutes prior to the session? 22%, okay, and how about at this moment in time? 99%. Wow, you guys are awesome. Yay. Okay. So I'm going to have you keep your eyes closed. So now it's time for that resonating. So place yourself, kind of like, woof, beam yourself into that future new ideal reality. You're already there. And look around you, 360 degrees. What do you see? Go ahead and imagine what you hear. Is it silence? Is it waterfalls? Is it rain? Is it birds? Whatever it is. Go ahead and just place that in your vision. And then what is it that you feel below your feet, on your skin, in your hair? Is it warm, is it cold, is it wet, is it dry? And even if you're not sure how to imagine that, yeah, it's okay. See if you can, you can even use your hand to touch your skin if you want, just to give it a little bit of kinesthetic feedback. Remember, you've done a lot of these things already, you've experienced them, so it's just about remembering that and placing it in the new reality, whether that be walking on the beach, or having the sun shining on you, or swimming with the dolphins, just swimming. So go ahead and if you'd like, add in the other senses, smell, the taste if you're eating anything, and any other things you want to put in there, the people you're with, the sounds, the, the picture, the feeling. So go ahead and just imagine all of that as if you are here right now in the space. So I'm going to do a little uh, muscle test as well. Let's check uh, what percentage of people are resonating in their new reality at this moment in time of, as of this and also the recording. 99. Wow, you guys are awesome. 
Very good. Awesome. Okay, so we're now seeding the quantum reality. And see if you can tune back into your body while you are still there. A little, little bit more skill set here to be able to do that, but um, feel into the body and feel how it feels. If you're not sure what it feels like in the body, just imagine how you emotionally feel in that space. Usually it's joy, harmony, peace, happiness, true feeling of abundance. And I know this is brief and that's okay. We're gonna finish up here, see if you can feel what's in your body, what the energy is doing, how it's moving, and then you can gently open your eyes and see if you can continue feeling the energy in the body. So this is an example of that step two. We did our vision, uh, revision. Step two is resonating. How did, how, what was it like for you, Lisa? Oh, that was great. I could really feel the, you know, getting really, really present in my body, can feel really the, the energy in the body, could feel the, the excitement, the enthusiasm, just that, um, the real feeling of accomplishment and well-being. And, mm. uh, you know, it was just really, it was really, really nice. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. Now, I, I've done this with teams as well. Like, for example, my network marketing team, LifeWave team, we have them go through meditation where we're all uh, just hugging each other. We're at a convention. We're having a blast. We're learning a lot. We're eating together. We're swimming in the pool, you know, and, and we are the most obnoxious, loudest <laughs> group of people at the convention. And we get a lot of attention because we're like attention seekers. <laughs> So, you know, and it's funny because people start laughing right in the middle of the meditation because <laughs> they don't know what I'm going to say. And and it's just great. It's it's fantastic. So uh, anyone can do this for themselves or even their children. Right. Like uh, have them you practice as a mom, as a dad and you have your children practice as well. And it's amazing how that can be. And then you can anchor it down, especially for children. Sometimes they're very, very visual. You can anchor it down with like sounds, for example, if you're at the beach or they want to go to Disney World or whatever it is they want what they desire to do. You can have sounds related to that, right? You could have um, them draw pictures. Uh, I had a friend of mine. I was telling her about you know this part, and so she got into this whole you know playful discussion with her children about finding a new home, and so they actually drew it. And she was like, what would you, what would you like in the new home? And they're like, well, we want a stream and chickens. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I guess that'd be great, right? And, and she's like, and the love of my life, right? So that was her part of it. But they drew it as a family on this big, you know, piece of paper. And wouldn't you know it, <laughs> they found the perfect place. Her her future boyfriend ended up owning this place with a stream and chickens and the whole bit. And so they, they manifested it. They had to have the vision first. So... Yes. So thank you. And and would love uh, for folks, uh, if you want to type in the comments, I can't see them, but if you want to type in the comments and let us know uh, if you'd like to share a little bit about your vision. Awesome. If that's private, that's perfectly OK. Um, would love for you to share what was like for you and your body when you were resonating your future ideal reality. And then, Lisa, I'd love to um, just kind of go over some of the other steps. Yeah, so Michelle from our friend from Tech Lake says, that Hi, was awesome. I feel super happy and can see where I am going. And Rachel says, hey, hey. Hi, Rachel. <laughs> and John is on. Hey, John. And happy New Year's Day, my I am friend. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. So here's the really neat thing. I, well, and I think in the past, uh, it may have been necessary. Uh, now, not so much because of the increasing vibration of the planet. And this is really good news. In the past, you know, the coaches, mentors would say, okay, so every day I'd like you to, you know, be in your new reality, do your meditation, vision. And that is still correct. I mean, that is still super, super helpful because there's emotion there. Emotion helps us manifest. So if you think, you know, they say that, you know, if 98% of the time people are complaining about what they do not desire and only 2% of the time they're doing the meditation of what it is they do desire, there's a lot of energy going into what they do not wish to create. And therefore, the universe responds to the biggest energy. The biggest energy wins. 
So it, it's still very, very helpful, you know, to to have that vision and to dive into a different scene. I used to get bored with the same scene. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've done that. You know, and I asked my mentor about it. He goes, well, make another scene. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> right. So one scene I'm skating, one scene I'm at the beach, one scene I'm at a convention, whatever. So and that makes it for people like me, they get bored, you know, having the same thing. I love the newness of that. However, if you'd really like, for example, if somebody really would love to get pregnant and hasn't been able to yet, it's like every single scene may have your new baby or maybe your baby growing up. So variations on the theme is completely fine as well. So my point is that even though it's super helpful to do that, and I do recommend people do do that, the fascinating thing I've noticed is that even if you just seed your ideal, even one ideal new reality, and then you go back into the zero point field, just feel your body. You could be angry at somebody, you could be inadvertently caught something on Instagram that bugged you, whatever it was. You could be having a party, it doesn't really matter. You go and feel the body, feel the energy in the body. It's not good, bad, or anything, it's just what is. When you go into that zero point field, guess what? It seeds and it, it, it like remembers what you seeded previously, and you, it helps you manifest that vision, even if you're not having the practicing the vision. That is so super cool. That is, uh, we call that part of the ascension process or whatever people want to call it, the expansion process of our consciousness, the ability for us to just tune in to our bodies when we've already set the GPS is enough to move that ship along, which is super neat. So that's kind of, kind of relatively new information. Um, so our next step is release. So and this is something that, uh, you know, Lisa, you're particularly very good at coaching people through is like, what are some of the blocks, including our subconscious, you know, uh, mindset or conditioning, uh, things that we've been told that um, we can look at and go, wow, is this serving me or not serving me? And then choose to consciously release it. Now, some of the work I do in like medicine is sometimes people are not aware <laughs> of certain things that are uh, available for releasing uh, that may not have anything to do with their own conscious mind. It may be inherited, it may be so-called past life or alternate lives stuff. Um, it could be dimensional timelines where they were an alien and there was an accident and everybody died, who knows, right? There's all these, all these things. So that's part of my job is teaching people how to tune in and tap into those other areas uh, where their conscious mind is not really, can't really put two and two together because they don't really remember their past, past, past life or whatever, or their life in Atlantis or whatever. Some people really do, um, probably Rachel, but <laughs> most people don't. <laughs> so that's uh, that's what we do. And, and in Topican Healing, the method that I teach, we actually can quantify resistance. So when we release resistance, and that's resistance to anything, and this is something that is a regular thing, like maintenance, like brushing my teeth to heal on myself. Um, there are things that show up that being human, we automatically resist. And so if we feel that energy in our bodies, which takes some awareness, then we can just ask for that release of that internal resistance or ask our guides or angels if people are believing in those to help us with releasing resistance. So in my, you know, um, Unlock Your Superpowers program, we actually do some energy healing related, you know, to that. And then the next step, number four, is rewrite. Now, this one may or may not be relevant to most people, but can be super helpful and deep, and that's rewriting your past. So one way of, uh, and the reframe reliever is kind of in there as well. So what it's like is like, if you had, um, I had a woman one time who just left a job and was just really, really upset, you know, at her bosses and how they treated her and what they said or didn't say in this case, and so we had her in that particular case rewrite her past. What would she prefer that they have said? You know, and so she just, you know, went into meditation, thought about it, wrote it down. Things like, you did a great job. We really appreciate you. Um, you know, sorry we didn't pay attention before, but, you know, we're really sad to, to have you leave. But we really, really love what you did. Uh, wow, look at all the work and energy you put into this. And it helps our company so much. So she just wrote this all down. And so what she did was rewriting her past um, as if that happened, even though that wasn't the reality that she remembered. And what's fascinating is sometimes when we do do that, sometimes you jump quantum jump a timeline or time stream. And the people that you had the difficulty or conflict with will actually act as if they never did the thing that messed you up or, you know, pissed you off. Um, and acted as if they're, you know, the, the new, the reality you wrote actually was true. 
which is cool. So, and here's the thing is we want to remember that <clears throat> we did decide that, right? So, so we need to let go and release resentment, you know, all that kind of stuff, judgment, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that's part of, you know, um, step three as well, releasing all the judgment, all the criticism, all the, you know, self-doubt, all that kind of stuff. So we have energetic ways of doing that. And of course, conscious way of doing that. So rewriting our past and re-experiencing our past in the ideal with grace, compassion, and gratitude. And sometimes it's not possible to to fully do that. For example, if someone's child physically dies, right, in this timeline, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden the person's going to show up on your doorstep saying, I'm alive now, right? Um, so that may not happen. However, any regrets that somebody had or, you know, things they didn't say, they wish they said, you know, that can be really, really healing. So rewriting the past is step four. Um, step five is reclaim. Now in my, in light medicine, we talk about reclaiming lost energies um, because if you are not able to bring all your energies into this present moment, and sometimes there's reasons for that, um, it's really difficult to manifest. Like there are people with soul fragments that have, um, you know, for whatever reason, attached to another person or another time, things like that. So in our healing modality, we actually can cleanse all those fragments and I say cleanse because sometimes negative energy has been attached to it. And that's why it doesn't want to come back in and then bring it back into the now. As Carolyn Mace likes to say, um, you know, if all your energies are in the past and the future, you don't have enough juice to manifest from the now. So that's why the whole presence thing, Eckhart Tolle, is really big. I didn't really understand it at all. I was like, eh, meditation, eh, boring, eh. <laughs> it wasn't until I was like, oh, I just need to feel the energy in my body. That's it. <sighs> that's easy because I'm so clairsentient. I'm like, duh. You know, so that's what I do. I do stillness on the fly. I just like do that throughout the day, a minute or a second at a time. And that helps to manifest uh, greatly. Uh, so I'm not your typical, you know, sit down and meditate for 60 minutes kind of person. Just not that personality. However, <laughs> my way works for me. So you guys do whatever works for you. Um, so, yeah. So in the healing program, we actually do the uh, reclaiming the soul fragments bit. And uh, so we can focus our energies in the present so we can manifest um, easier. And then uh, the next one step is rewire. So this is where we rewire the subconscious for automatic success. So there's things in the subconscious that we commonly, many of us have commonly have certain patterns, habits, thoughts, beliefs, you know, that kind of thing. So in the Topagan Healing Method, we actually have um, a, a, a chart where people can muscle test what exactly it is. We have it on the mental row, but um, it can be energetic as well. So it could be, you know, the belief that I'm not enough or I am unworthy or that kind of thing. And so we can actually delete that stream, you know, from from the the who you are in this moment. Um, so that's one of the things we do in light medicine. So that's rewire. And then the next one is receive. And uh, this is interesting. Um, and uh, I had difficulty with this before. And the, when we do it in a live setting, it's really interesting because we, we partner up with people and all you need to do is receive a compliment, look them in the eye and say thank you and not give a compliment back. <laughs> Or not say, oh, this whole thing, I've had this for 20 years. It's nothing, right? I mean, I used to do a lot of that. Like, I would deflect compliments because I was like, I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel like I should. I, I needed to give them a compliment. If they gave me a gift, I had to give them a gift back because I felt obligated to be fair, like all this, all these things. So we talk a lot about that in the program. And so this is the easiest one is really just practice receiving. So Easiest one is receiving a compliment, although not always easy for people. <laughs> it could be receiving a gift, receiving a compliment, receiving from the universe, and then celebrating that. So celebrating that. I used to, every time I had an accomplishment, I was on to the next one. Did not celebrate it. Uh, I was just pushed and felt really, because I didn't feel good about myself. So I just felt like I need to do the next achievement. Now, um, to the outside onlooker, they look at my life and go, uh, has that ever changed? <laughs> right? Because it's like achieve, 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 achieve. But it's not about that anymore. It's not about the achieving because I don't feel good about myself. It's because I love mastery. I love doing experiments and I love seeing what's possible. So it's a different energy going into that. And so I get to celebrate those things. Well, heck, I just made myself some bracelets you know, to celebrate, you know, um, and, and necklaces and all sorts of things. So 
much, much better at that. Um, and then the new two R's, last two that um, I have added into this program, which, uh, you know, is uh, uh, really fun for me is reinvent. So number eight, step eight is reinvent. So learn to reinvent yourself. <laughs> um, and that could uh, be like, you know, being aware of how it is you're feeling, uh, being curious about what's going on in your life. So that's a constant thing. And this is something, again, like people are really uh, helped with when they follow you and work with you, Lisa, is like, you know, new things come up all the time. And then just being curious about what that is, whether that be a pain in the knee or, I don't know, a loved one going into the hospital, right? There's every moment is an opportunity to have that awareness, curiosity. And then what intention do you set? You know, and then can we get back to stillness? Can we get back to that zero point field despite whatever's going on? So this is a constant, you know, 24 seven reinventing. Well, maybe not when you're sleeping, unless you're very conscious when you're sleeping. And then the last step is renew. So this one is like creating your personalized renewal and restoration prescription, if you want. Um, and it connects with that last step, the reinvent as well. It's like we have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, so six M's. <laughs> Monitor, manipulate, mitigate, manage, maintain, and master. So monitor is just like looking at, you know, what your human everyday 3D life, your what you're eating, how does that feel, uh, the environment, where are you going, did you need to clear that place before you went to the drugstore <laughs> next time, you know, things like that. And then we teach you how to manipulate energetically those things and environments and foods and things like that. Um, and then sometimes you do need to use 3D tools like the block, right? Like Lisa and I are really into block therapy. Um, so maybe mitigate could be like mitigating a symptom or, um, you know, shifting something and using a tool, you know, like I'm big on LifeWay phototherapy badges and, and block therapy just to help with that support. And then, um, then you're just kind of in this management mode, just monitoring and managing and maintaining, of course, the, the health, the greater health you have. And then, uh, eventually, you know, having all those nine steps, um, mastering your life and mastering your ability to uh, manifest in from the ethers into material form. So I know that was a whirlwind of information. Lisa, thank you so much for <laughs> uh, for letting me share all nine steps today. Oh, that's great. You know, it, it's it shows how much time and effort you've put into this and, and you know, you've really thought it out so that you can really help people streamline their process and you can you can really show people what the steps are to manifesting yeah so sometimes people are just natural at that those first two steps which alone is incredibly powerful right just the revision you're setting your gps and resonating and even if it's two seconds here and there throughout the day um hugely just that those two steps alone uh, and you guys have that till now right so that alone is incredibly transformative and then you'll just see like monitor this is part of the, the last time but monitor like how what feedback you get from the universe that could be two two twos one 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 like those angel numbers it could be you know you thought of huh i wonder if like for example last year i was like there was a contest that my uh, network marketing company had and i was like yeah, yeah, I never, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I was like, whatever. I was just like doing my thing. I wasn't really paying attention, not trying to win it, but just the the being in stillness a lot um, on the fly. And then just my awareness seeing contest, you know, in the email and me going, hmm, okay, I didn't have anything negative. I didn't say, oh, I don't want to win that or that's stupid or nothing like that. It was just like, oh, that's interesting, right? And then I put it aside and then just kept going with my life. But in stillness, that was enough to seed and I won top 10 in North America. Really? <laughs> you know, I don't actually do that much work in it anymore. Um, I was like, that's kind of cool. So that's what I mean by just that, you know, that monitoring that that just having that vision is so powerful. So I hope people got something out of this. Right? You know, when we get I think that's a great point, because, you know, our vibration is what attracts our reality. So when we are in that point of stillness, we're in the point of mastery. We are in, in that universal flow. And we don't always need to know exactly what it is that we want to manifest. Like it's about how do we want to feel? And when we choose how we want to feel, then 
things that match that start showing up and we get all kinds of really interesting things showing up that match that feeling. It's like, oh, this is how I want to feel. And the universe goes, oh, okay, here, you're top 10. And then, you know, it's like, wow, cool. Yeah, it's it's really neat. And and like I said, that you don't necessarily have to be super, super detailed and everything that you wish to manifest, just having an idea as seen. Maybe Lisa, you can go through like the whole house house thing, the house rent thing. I don't know if you shared that previously, but this is a great time to also share your experience with oh. the manifesting your house. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, I, I think I did probably share it on here at some point, but uh, last year my house, the the house that I live in, I rent and um, you know, I just in the perfect spot for me at the moment and uh, the house went up for sale and it was kind of a, a moment of oh my gosh, what's going to happen here? Because I, I didn't want to buy the place, but I did want to continue to live here. And um, most of the places here get sold and then they get turned into Airbnbs and you know people are just out of luck. And uh, so I just, I, at first it was like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? You know, this could be really bad. And I thought, wait a second, I can't go in that. I can't go into that energy. Because I'm not going to be able to manifest what I want in that energy. So I got really clear about what do I want? It's like, I want people to purchase this place who are going to honor this place and respect this place and to honor and respect me and the other woman who lives in the other part of the property and, you know, to who are going to be really kind and generous and let us stay here and, and, and I manifested the most awesome new owners. Like the the landlords are fantastic. And it worked out better than I could possibly have imagined. I just set the energy. It's like, this is what I want. I'm staying here. I love this space. And I want somebody to love this space just as much as I do. Mm, I love it. I love that story. And uh, what the, the take-home message as well, guys, is that you know, if we react, that's okay. We're human. You know, it's, uh, things happen. Uh, we react. Uh, maybe it's not perfect. Like when I first watched The Secret, I was actually afraid of reacting, <laughs> which of course <laughs> the underlying is fear, right? It's like not helpful. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was so You're wanting to be perfect. Out. I need to be positive all the time. Not really. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why I developed the stillness through observing internal movement uh, process, because even if I am pissed off or upset in the moment, um, when I, this is the awareness piece, when I remember of like, oh, yeah, OK, what's my body feeling like when I'm upset? Uh, and then I feel into that and I just notice it. Whoa, there's energy here. Wow. And I'm just like monitoring it. The funny thing is, is that negative emotion transmutes itself. <laughs> Not even even looking like trying to get rid of it when I'm trying to get rid of it. Like when I'm like, you know, uh, George Stanza, you know, in the Seinfeld you know, his dad's like, serenity now, serenity now, right? <laughs> like you're trying to make yourself serene, but you're really upset. It's like, be upset. It's okay. Don't worry. For me, it's like, worry not about, oh my gosh, I'm going to manifest trouble reality because I'm really upset right now. Okay, stop being upset. Stop, 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 right? You're being upset of being upset. So if you can accept being in that moment upset, you can actually use it as fuel. <laughs> you can go, okay. Oh, right. I'm accepting. I'm really in, in, instead of thinking, oh, I'm manifesting a bad reality. Right. We can go, oh, I can use this for fuel for my perfect reality. So I'm just going to go into the zero point field, be in that space of that anger, upsetness, whatever. Feel the body knowing full well <laughs> that when you go into that zero point field, that just automatically transmutes itself. You don't have to have a particular timeline or definitive because then you're back in your mind. Right. It has to get rid of it today. I have to not be angry for more than five minutes or else the universe is going to hear me and, 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 and manifest all these negative things. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like just being the body, being the body, being the body, being like over and over again, be in the body, be in the body. And that actually naturally helps you manifest whether you're upset or not. Because yeah. I used to be upset about being upset because the secret said I need to be positive. It's not about being positive, guys. It really yeah. is. You know, and it's, all, and it's also about noticing the energy. 
when yep. we're upset, when we're angry, when we're afraid, when we're in doubt, you know, these are all energy. They're all energetic frequencies. And when we start to notice those things, and, you know, if I'm, if I'm in anger at the moment, after I feel that anger, I can actually start to look at it as like, okay, wait a second. I have anger in my energy field. Let me clear that out. And I can actually transmute that energy because I don't need to carry it around with me. And, you know, the anger is there for a reason is because it's in the energy field. And when we start to really clear out our energy field, we actually stop getting angry about stuff. Like when there's no anger in your energy field, you don't get angry because that energy is not available for you to be manifesting. So I really teach my my students a lot about the, the energy field and to really be able to clear out the energy field. You know, it's just like living in your house. If, you know, if you're a hoarder, you know, it's really hard to get through your house because there's no room. <laughs> but right. Yeah. All that stuff out. It's like, oh, we got room to breathe and to move and to rearrange things and. And it's very different to, you know, resisting it, right? That like, in order to clear it, we actually have to accept it. And that's the part where I didn't understand before, because I was the minute I felt it it felt so yucky that I didn't want to feel it. So I kept like pushing it away. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy. I'm happy. I'm doing my affirmations. Not very well, but you know, (laughs) you know, to just be in the positive, be in the positive and not really honoring and respecting. Maybe the anger has a purpose. If it's personal anger, for example, maybe the anger is a purpose because it's going to galvanize my will to make a difference in the world, right? Maybe that anger has a purpose to realize that my boundaries are being trampled on. I'm being taken advantage of. And a part of, you know, me is trying to tell the other part of me, ah, stop being a doormat. Okay. You know, so there's, there's benefits to all these things. And once it's had it, and that could be like seconds, right? Once it's had its gift, you know, for us, then yeah, absolutely uh, clearing it, letting it go. Sometimes it occurs over and over and over again. There's a pattern, then maybe there, you know, people can look at, something deeper uh, in there and just being okay with everything that, and that that's challenging to, to be okay and loving and everything, you know, um, somebody dies, you, you, you felt like that in one's perception that they shouldn't quote unquote have died. Right. Uh, that could cause upset. And then it's like, how do we, you know, go to the other side? We can just allow our upset to be there, see where it's coming from, and then remember, oh, yeah, we're all one, we're unity. So that person's having that fractal of an experience. And I'm here wanting to control that mm-hmm. in my little fractal of the one. And that is causing resistance and not helping me. So we can use that conscious mind, you know, to mentor and coach ourselves, as well as some of the stuff that I do, the, you know, the the energetic and testing. And, and by the way, speaking of testing, um, I know we have, you know, about eight minutes left, Lisa. If anyone here live on the call would like to know what their number one manifesting, you know, like of those nine steps, what is the number one thing that they could work on to improve their manifesting? I'm happy to uh, test that for them. So if you're live on Facebook, just um, go ahead and put that in the comments and say, hey, can you test me or whatever? Um, and then we can do that in the, in the next few minutes. Cool. And we have John saying, going back and sitting with yourself and loving yourself as you were being traumatized very much helps clear the trauma also. Be mm-hmm. the person you needed at your younger yes. age. Yeah, there's a lot of great coaching um, tools and techniques related to that inner child work, you know, where you are the adult and you're sitting across from your inner child or you're at the beach and you're, you know, uh, holding your inner child and uh, recognize recognition, meaning like you're reworking that, like as the adult self, seeing it from, oh, that's why my parents did that. Okay, they were just in fear. They were conditioned, right? And then there's compassion and things like that. And so that inner child can feel totally loved by our adult self. Beautiful, John, thank you. Yeah, thank you, John. And Michelle says, you can test me. All right. Okay. So I'm going to make sure. And, and if you want to be in stillness too, you can do this again. I'm just feeling energy in my body and checking my muscle testing. Show me a yes. Show me a no. Okay. Good. All right. So 
for Michelle, so we're just going to focus on Michelle and say, what out of these nine steps is the number one that would be helpful to help her manifesting as of this moment in time? One, two, three. Okay, so I'm getting number three, which is release. Um, okay, so there's a lot of different things in release. So in that in that module, so let me see if I can uh, be, hone it in a little bit more specifically. Okay, release resistance. No. Stuck energies from past, present, future. No. Judgment. Okay, judgment. That's a that's one that uh, was that I work with like almost every day. Uh, judgment. Uh, anything else? Okay, so that's the big one. So judgment's very subtle because there is a subtle well. Sometimes not so subtle, but sometimes a subtle difference between preference and discernment and judgment, right? So judgment would be like more black and white, more they're bad, this is good, this is bad, this is the way it should be, this is the way it shouldn't be, right? That kind of black and whiteness, <laughs> polarity. So that's that's the hint from the universe. So uh, for you would be the uh, just ongoing your every day that anything that pops up like that, that could be you know, like somebody pulls out in front of you on the road and they didn't seemingly look that you were coming and you could have hit them but you had to slow down now what you could do is be in that you could be like oh these people right or you could catch yourself and go oh yeah that's that's judgment huh. okay. whatever you know move on right and and that kind of stuff so it's a little bit of practice in there so like i said i do this one probably one of the most common things is releasing because there's always stuff that the universe and seemingly even faster and faster and faster that our world shows us that we can be judging. <laughs> yeah, so that's for you, Michelle. So I hope that's helpful. Yeah, please let us know in the comments if that makes sense to you. Beautiful. Yeah, and I think there there's definitely a difference between judgment and observation. I got yeah. stuck in that for a really long time. You know, I would observe things and then I would think that I was judging those things. And it was like, well, you know, like, well, that's not very good. They shouldn't really be doing that or, you know, and that, yeah, that it's like beat myself happens, up. Right. Judgment, judgmental about it. But then I realized, wait a second, like, I don't have any energy in this. It's like, I'm just right. simply observing this thing. Right. And it doesn't mean that I'm being judgmental. So I was able to let go of a whole lot of beating myself up. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's fantastic. And and I really love Neil Donna Walsh's work. Um, and one of the things in this last book, um, it's Conversations with God. He actually wrote a, a, um, a newer book recently, which he was not knowing that he was going to be writing. It's all around highly evolved beings and their societies and how it works. And he actually uh, reflects back some of the earlier works. Instead of the good or bad, that polarity um, it's more about what works and what doesn't work. So in our human, for the, I would say 99% of humans on this planet, what we desire is all the same thing. We desire radiant health, right? Happy families and relationships, prosperity, right livelihood, contribution. You know, we, we desire all the same things. I don't care whether you're left wing, right wing is part of the same bird, you know, like, black white tall short transgender whatever it doesn't really matter most of us i mean there are some few that that don't and they're there for our learning and evolution and vice versa but most of us desire exactly the same thing so when we observe right something happening in a world we do not prefer it's not necessarily a judgment to go does that work or does not does that work towards the 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 common so-called goal of humanity if it does not improve prosperity abundance for all uh harmony joy then we say that does not work now we've classically said that's evil or that's bad but i would say well let's erase that from our vernacular let's release it from our dictionary and just realize that everything is not not against what's good or bad or evil satan or whatever it's more like does it work or doesn't work does it work to create a harmonious future for all of humanity, or doesn't it work? If it doesn't work, then that would be our traditionally bad, right? But we don't have to call it that. Yeah, and and you know, it's important, I think, to to look at these things and say, do I still want to continue to participate in this thing? If it mm -hmm. doesn't feel right to me, right. but they want me to do this thing. You know, it's easier to just kind of go along with the flow and do what we're told, but is it actually helping anybody? And are we actually just adding fuel to that fire instead of 
actually helping to change the world and create heaven on earth. Right, right. And and there's great, you know, variations and gradations. We here are so um, born into, locked into many uh, physical 3D systems, right, that, that keep us seemingly in this matrix of things that we a lot of us want to get out of our way fund and before again very black and white thinker <laughs> so it's it's been a, a lot to uh amazing work to for me to shift that into this gradual so if i divested all my energy from every single man-made system that i feel it does not work right for the greater good of humanity i pretty much would have no money <laughs> I'm pretty much like I'm not really sure like where are you living or you know so the thing is, is in in the greater whole uh, I realized that I, I can't necessarily jump off the cliff like right away but I can start to move using intuition using my body in that direction of going okay now I can release this piece of that you know hundred part matrix <laughs> and not participate in this because this resonates with me right now and my life is still working for this moment, right? So, you know, before when I was masking, going into stores, um, for me, I was like, well, this is stupid, right? You know, this is stupid, doesn't really work, but what the heck, you know, I'm gonna buy my friend who's who's a tailor, I'm gonna support his business, right? I'm gonna buy some masks for him because they're so beautiful, they're African, they're like, you know, it's beautiful, right? So my intention is like, I'm gonna support them, right? I wanna support them and I wanna support my friend's business, right? Going into her store and things like that. Then when I became more aware of there was a bigger reason for that and, and a bigger agenda, if you will, uh, I know that's a very triggering word for some people, but then, then I saw it from this bigger space and went, oh, wait a second, actually that doesn't serve humanity. If, if I'm here to help humanity, that doesn't serve humanity for me to take that action. And is it gonna kill me not to wear a mask? No, <laughs> right? So am I gonna land in jail? Probably not, <laughs> right? Can I still do my impact and my mission you know, and not comply. And so I felt like not complying was actually a greater, a higher vibrational action for me. It's not the same for everyone, right? That's where I was at that point. So I shifted and that's okay. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to go, well, you're still buying from Amazon and they're evil or whatever, <laughs> like all that judgment, 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 judgment. It's like, we do the best we can and we just keep moving in that direction. So that's my last two cents. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Karen, this has been such a great conversation to, to kick off the new year. So we really just kind of ask the audience, you know, thinking about the new year, what is it that you would like to experience this year? What are the things that you would enjoy manifesting, experiencing, creating for this year? And if you were an infinite being, which you are, and you are a creator, and you can create anything you desire, what would you create? And what's stopping you? What are, just, just look at those two questions. If you could create anything, what would you create? And what's stopping you? That's a really great place to start 2023, to just become aware. And absolutely, you know, if, so Karen, if people can, um, reach out to you if they want to reach out to you and learn more about the Tulpican healing method or how, you know, reclaiming their superpowers, you know, how do they reach out to you? Uh, well, the best thing probably is to uh, join my community on Circle. So I felt, um, you know, I have a community on Facebook and um, I, me and Facebook sometimes don't resonate with each other, <laughs> although I do use them for my purposes, I totally am so grateful for their platform. Um, however, I created my own where I can speak freely, let's put it that way, um, called the Light Medicine Community. So I can put it in the comments later in, on Facebook. It's uh, karencan.com forward slash LMC free. So Light Medicine Community, that's what it stands for. And then the word free, all one word, LMC free. So karencan.com forward slash LMC free. You will get on my mailing list. Um, and we do a, actually it's coming up the first Tuesday of every month, I actually do a group 
uh, monthly mini healing. So in as well as doing testing, you know, for everyone there, uh, we actually do healings as well. Some of the subconscious stuff, some of the stuff that is on the unseen, the dimensional realms that's out of our conscious awareness. So every month I offer free healing for everyone in my community. Um, so if you're, you know, go into the community, there's actually an event uh, calendar there and um, we'll actually email you with, uh, you know, the how to submit your healing requests so that you'll be placed into a nice little healing bubble or what I call a healing basket for 24 hours after that call. Beautiful. Thank and you. And Lisa's so there. <laughs> I am a part of your community. Beautiful. Thank you, Lisa, so much for the opportunity today. Yeah, thank you so much for all the work that you do for on behalf of all of humanity. We are very blessed to have you. Thank you so much for being part of my community and being on Solution Sunday. And we look forward to a beautiful 2023 together. Yay! Woohoo! Great. So <laughs> everyone. You. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. If you're watching us on YouTube, remember to subscribe to our channel. If it is um, if it is helpful, this conversation to you, please feel free to share it. So thank you so much. Have a great 2023. If anybody has questions or comments, please feel free to pop them in the chat. Thank you so much, everyone. Until Bye, everyone. next week, have a great week. Create for yourselves. Happy New Year. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Connecting You to You Radio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Are you ready to discover more about how simple healing your body can actually be when you do it from the higher wisdom of your soul? To learn more about what I do and how you can work with me, visit ConnectingYouToYou.com and get on my mailing list to be the first to know about my latest offerings. If you'd like to interact with me on Facebook, please join my group, Soul Sourced Healing. Check the show notes below for these links and more. I hope to see you again next time on Connecting You to You Radio.